Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you. <laughs> nice to see you again. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. I'm excited about this one. Yeah? What's it what's exciting you? Um people who work inside the club getting to getting to know what they do every day. Yeah, I think that's that's something we're aiming to do a little bit more, isn't it? Get people a little bit yeah. more inside. Yeah. Person who locks up. You've taken a, an interest in him. Yeah, I can't wait to speak to the guy who locks the club up. Can <laughs> we make a podcast episode out of that? Is that yeah. more than a 15 Oh, absolutely. Chat? That could be a double hour. I just really hope, I've never seen it, but I hope there's a really big sort of keychain for all the doors. You know what I mean? And he's got to go for each one like in the films. Oh, yeah. That'd be brilliant. I really want to picture him walking down the corridors on his own. And... He's got to have a bit of a hunchback, isn't he? Like sort of trudging <laughs> along. Like... Well, you know him, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but just the Has imaginary he, oh, version. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the one who does it got a hunchback. No. <laughs> it's got great posture, actually. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> right, so it's Scott and Craig today. Yeah. Scott Palfrey and Craig Bratt. Yes. And they are? Scott Palfrey is, uh, I think his official title is head of marketing or and retail, something along those lines. Sure. And Craig is... Yeah, and Craig is head of media. Wow. Well, I'm going to let him in. This. this. They'll, they'll better explain their roles a little bit well, better. I hope so. That... Yeah. Well, well, yeah, they, they will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. Here we go. Bang. They're in. Hello. Wow. Hello, Already I'm excited. You're in the club. We are. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> there it is. Oh my god! <laughs> like they make us be here. As <laughs> wow! Hello. Hello, how you doing? We're good. How are you? Yeah, good. So this is Scott and Craig. Yep. And um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting us. Excited. Looking forward to it. Well, I hope we don't let you down. Or vice, or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So I asked John uh, what your title, your job titles were, and what you do. And he looked up at the ceiling and went. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm quite familiar with the role. I'm quite familiar with the role. Yeah. Scott's one's a bit uh, more confusing, but Craig's is is uh, is one I'm certain on, which is 
media manager. No, that's wrong. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I do something else wow. well, John. Bad start. Well, no, but that is one of your roles. Well, media officer. I'm not quite manager yet. Uh, and and programmer. Played it. I also do that. What do you do? And program editor as well. Match day program. How are you? I love this. Flipping out. <laughs> I hope you buy one, David. Do you know I don't? And the reason I don't, so I never know where they are, and then I get nervous about. Nervous. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm more intrigued as to what you've got on those post-it notes, David. To be honest. Uh, that's going to be an Oscar-winning film in about four years. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, whenever I see the la- well, the lady with the programs, I'm like, I just can't, I don't know what's my issue. I don't know what it is. You should get one. Give it a try. Let's know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're on the errors, don't tell Craig because he gets a bit upset, especially if it's on the day. Right. Hang on a minute. All right, I've got to work this out. See, Craig, in, an, in 10 seconds, what do you do? What do you do at the club? Media officer and program editor. So I'm number two to Scott, and I'm the one that sorts out the match day program. Scott, what do you do? Uh, so mine's media and communications manager. So I'm the one who gets in trouble if anything's wrong, basically. Um, but I, yeah, I just head up what we do um, in terms of media and communications. So all the online social media stuff, and then videos design. Everything, all the input that we do comes from us, basically. So everything you see online, yeah. There's Sandy as well, who's part time. Um, he's the big ginger one who makes <laughs> it smaller. Um, he's the what? He's the big ginger one with a camera. I've never seen him. What have you missed? Yeah, you will have. You definitely will have seen him. Pitch side. I've never yeah. seen the big ginger one. Oh, we'll, we'll, send, we'll send you pictures of him in the wild at some point. <laughs> yeah, so he does. He does a lot of content. So you know, we've got that big screen which you can't miss because it's massive. Love that. I don't think we've spoken about that enough, actually. So he's in charge of that. So you need to grill him. Really, yeah. So he yeah. does all the content for it and everything. Quite like turns it on. There's a bit more than that. <laughs> like a on button, um, but you know he provides all the content in the build-up to the game. Um, oh, does he? And everything. Um, there's a guy in the What was that? Sorry. Ninety-nine percent of it. I, I do. If you ever see the half-time scores on the, I do those. That's a key part, though. Right. So, so you, so you work at the club, yeah. Every day, yeah. yeah. From We're actually, what are your hours? Next to each other at the moment. So we're in separate rooms. So Craig's in the one next to me. Right. <laughs> but we're here. Well, I'm here sort of Monday to Friday, nine to, well, well-ish, minus five Craig and Saturday if we're home. And then Craig's is a little bit different because he travels to all the away games because he's a lunatic. Um, uh, so he often has a, he has a Wednesday and a Sunday off and we'll be traveling most Fridays. Right. So you do nine to five. Ish. Well, I say that it was usually about eight something until you know five, or if, if we've got a long night, sometimes you know, if we've got a Tuesday game, we'll be here all day, sort of thing. So it's very it's flexible, it depends on what's going on, really. So, how many people are in the building now with you? Is it just you two? No, so <clears throat> in our office, there's probably like five or six people at the moment in the Craig, yeah. And then if you were, if you take into account sort of the other departments, yeah, it's probably what ground 15, team. 15, 20 people at the stadium at the moment. Is shop, it? yeah, shop grounds team, oh. uh, finance, uh, a few other things. I feel really bad now because I'm going to forget people. But, oh, I love but it. Some, of the, some of the directors are around in the you, trash. You need to come in on, in a weekday and just have a look around. We'll give yeah, you a, do a little audio recording. We'll do. We'll show you a little tool. We'll get you to meet people and stuff. Oh, flip it now. 
Any day you want. And you can even meet. All right, one o'clock in an hour now. <laughs> All right, go I on can, then. <laughs> can, oh, my. Do you know? Out, though. <sighs> we get a feel of what it's kind of like. I was, saying to, I was saying to my wife recently, if I was starting again, if I was young, I'd really love to work for a football club. And just, just that little family feeling that I imagine. And then you're all working towards the Saturday. Yeah. And then the highs. Of, what's it like in the offices when we're losing? Uh, you try and, I mean, it's tough because, like, we can't control it, can we? No. So we, yeah. we don't get too low because it's not, you know, we can only control what we do. We can't control what happens on the pitch. Yeah, they won't so. last. And hope. also, if Scott and Craig. <laughs> start getting low and other people employees start getting low then that just sort of seeps through doesn't it it's it's like important yeah. to have good morale that's what i think for the podcast john Sally, on yeah time, but <laughs> you're too optimistic david no, We've already been no i'm not yeah you are <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> right so i see you i see you more scott on a saturday wandering around with a big, big camera Aimlessly. So, yeah, now and again, I'll do that. Um, and then at the end of the game, you know, when we've won, we'll go on the pitch and get the nice little celebrations of the players and Sam doing his little jump around. How does that, how's that feel for you, wandering around with a camera after that? Uh, I try not to make sure I don't walk into anyone, really. That's the thing. And don't fall over. That'd be embarrassing. You kind of see, like, the same, the same people at the front as well. If we mm. won at the bottom of the Big Bang, it's kind of like similar faces. Yeah. Um, but it's nice because it's such a like good feeling. I think I don't know about you, Craig, but I don't think you see that as much at a lot of grounds. There's, it's not the players don't feel like they're so close to like the fans, and uh, the celebration is always great if we've won because the big bank is so massive. Oh, is that like, different from other clubs then? You don't always see such in like such a close thing. I don't think. Why is that then? How how's that happened? Because we're unique. Mm. I think it's the support ownership, you know, because it's. You say, you know, any football club fan can say it's, you know, I support my club, but only a select few, like Exeter City fans, can say we actually, it is our club, we own it. So it's probably a lot to do with that. <clears throat> and the players are quite, they're a really good bunch that kind of like, you know, they get the whole, how important it is to have the fans on your side kind of thing. So I think they kind of feed off each other well, which is good. Yeah. So what have you done today, Craig? What's your... <laughs> Uh, well, I arrived at work at eight o'clock. Did you? Um, yeah, I, I live like an hour Did away. You park uh, <laughs> outside the stadium. Do you? You haven't got a little spot. He's, he's got his initials on the on the floor. <laughs> I don't, by the way. That's <laughs> um, get into the office at eight o'clock. Fired off some emails. Have a couple of mugs of coffee. Yeah. Scott strolls in at quarter to nine. That's a lie. So far, you've done no work, so now I'm gone. <laughs> Ask him um, about his new bank card at work. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> What's that? Ask him, ask him about his new um, work card that he was given, debit card. Oh, right. This literally happened 25 minutes ago, and you've brought it up on here already. So each department, we've all got like a, a club debit card for expenses, and mine, obviously mine's got my name on it, but it's spelt wrong. <laughs> Oh, what's it say? It says crag. <laughs> crag. I quite just, like that. It actually brought up a lot of bad memories from school. But... Oh, were you called Craggy Island? No. Oh. I, I used to get... Too young for that. I used to get a, 
Well, all I used to get Craig David all the time. <laughs> right. Um, you look just like him as well, obviously. Yeah, it's twins. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I don't think it's a laughing matter, to be honest, Scott. I'm, I'm still... No. <laughs> I sort of still want to know what you do there. I don't do a lot. It's, not, <laughs> it's nine o'clock and you fired off some emails. <laughs> um, started putting together bits for the programme for the Rooster Rovers game. I've done that. Right. So you, um, how many pages have you got to fill for a Saturday? So there's 62 in the programme, but some, some of those, some of those are adverts, um, and I've got a lot of contributors. So I don't write every single page, right? Um, and I've got my co-editor Charlie, um, who's a student up in Sheffield. He helps me out, but yeah, it probably takes about a week to put together a programme. Are there some weeks where you're like, well, I don't know what to put in this? <clears throat> Sometimes <laughs> you've, you've had a week where we've had free home games as well, so you'd have yeah, Saturday. we've had, we've had Saturday, Saturday, and it's been like <laughs> just work to like 11 o'clock at night sometimes, just trying to get all this stuff done because there's just so many games. Like when we have a home game called off, I pray and pray and pray that it's not rearranged for a week. We have another home game because I hate it, right? So, and so what do you do, Scott? You turn up, what time do you? I watch Craig. I watch Craig do nothing, basically. So you're Craig's boss. <laughs> yeah. Is he a nice boss? I imagine he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he, he he did put me through the pain of going to Barrow three times in a season and didn't bother to come with me once. Why actually. don't you go see away games? You know, is your heart not in it? No. Well, <laughs> a few reasons. I do a few. I have done a yeah. few. I do a few a season. You know, the choice ones. But um, yeah. Basically, if it's north of Bristol, he's not bothering. <laughs> No, but also like business sense as well. So if I if we both do the away games, then that means both of us aren't here on a Wednesday and a Friday of that week. Right, so that's okay. whole days that you know we're just sat in a car, whereas I could be here doing work. Yeah, those times. Yeah, I saw you on Saturday, Scott, and I oh. you you were filming the was it the one minute silence and yeah, and I started getting nervous for you in case you, know, you didn't. Uh, some reason you haven't captured the moment and i felt a bit nervous because i was like is it disrespectful not to be right still in that moment right. well? but then yeah, I a couple of people were saying that right yeah me. i imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know it, it's yeah. hard with those kind of things because should yeah. you because you feel like you're not paying your respects if you're not you know yeah still and stuff but then also we, our job is to kind of capture that moment isn't it because it's not going to happen again so kind of had to get no, no, that was the question did you sing while you were doing it uh, the, I, it was odd because the big bank was like five seconds ahead of the actual um, national anthem, so I was confused because in one ear I could hear oh. their version, then in behind me I could hear the actual one, and it was yeah, it was really strange. As right. a nation, I think we are terrible at the national anthem. Like when you watch England play, just out of time every single time. I don't yeah. know why no one in this country can sing the national anthem properly. I didn't sing because I, I just couldn't let go enough. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> like Chris next to me, he was. I gave him a look. He wasn't singing. I don't. I don't think being disrespectful. Just didn't trust their voice. And yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was a any... nice moment, though. What's that? It was a nice moment, though. You know? Yeah, it was a good moment. Have you got any questions, John? Well, not really. I've known. I've known Scott for years, haven't I? I've been around for quite some time. No, yeah, and, and just likewise with Craig, I've known for a while. Know them both pretty well. So yeah. other than their job titles. Um, yeah. they, have changed, they have changed a bit recently though so that's probably yeah yeah see cut me some slack 
That big screen, Yep. who operates it on the day? So we can show you that when you come, but there's a little white box that a, uh, a boy is put inside of to operate it, basically. Really? Yeah. There's a guy called Ross who works on a match day, just pressing the buttons, really. It's really not as exciting as you're probably imagining in your head right now. You can see your No. Thinking. No. You're picturing a room with loads of screens, aren't you, Dave? Like loads of buttons. Yeah. And... You know, like... You know, like the Stream Deck things. Yes. Yeah, they basically like they operate off like those. That. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So it's really simple. Um, yeah. May I ask how much that that screen was? See, I don't know the actual figure, but I think it was reported at was it like when they eighty thousand pounds, something like that, when they because obviously you've got this massive steel structure that how that holds it up. Like, but yeah, I mean, it's a big boy, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Uh, but we're trying to add more features to it, so you'll be able to see replays and stuff. Hopefully, Did it come on a train from China. Did I make that up? I'm sure. I don't, know if, you can, I don't know if you can get a direct train from China to here. Can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some have a train in China. That's what I know. But yeah, yeah. They are from the components were from China because that's where they make them all these days. Not because it was cheaper, obviously. Can I see the ground again, Scott? Well, Sorry. Just, hang on. We can get dual view here if I don't fall over the chairs. What's it like working at the ground when there are no fans in, no game? Is it is it eerie? It's kind of strange. I mean, we see like the grounds team a lot because they're obviously out doing the maintaining the pitch and stuff. Is that every day they're out there mowing? And... Pretty much, pretty much. Um, as you can see, it's looking very good. But we oh, got, got to take a little. In some it's respects, like it, you know, walking around sometimes. Yeah. If I, sometimes I'll take a phone call and I like rather than sit in my desk, I'll just go and walk around the pitch where I'm taking a phone call. It's just yeah. quite nice, especially if like the day before or whatever you you've won, you can ah oh, you know yesterday there was three you know four thousand five thousand people in here and now it's empty. You're, you're almost recalling it back in your mind. It's yeah. quite nice. It's, it's very good, very good place to work. I don't know about Scott and Craig, but whenever I've been at the ground and it's empty, I think it's really peaceful, a like really tranquil mm. place to be. It's just like, because you're always so used to seeing it like mm. packed, busy and thriving when it's not there. It's so like peaceful and relaxed. And then the train goes past. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, if you want to do an interview at the stadium, guaranteed you'll start and then like two seconds later, the train will go past, regardless of what yeah. you're doing. And then you have to start again. So, yeah, we spend, you know, waste a good half an hour just trying to film things around trains do you get excited for the saturday throughout the working week do you yeah definitely yeah yes because that's kind of what it's all about really isn't it you know yeah. so yeah. Yeah. yeah everything you do during the week is for the saturday yeah. so it's frustrating and it's called off like, as soon as, and as soon as it's finished you're on to the next one then as well and sometimes it'll be like you know saturday and then it's monday and then suddenly you're playing tuesday so sometimes there's such a little gap between games and can you sort of relax enough on a Saturday to actually watch the game, or are you just working? Not, not really, can you, Craig? I mean, Craig sometimes he's not got the best record for seeing goals at games. I don't. The thing is, my my eyes nine for ninety percent of the game is down on the screen typing. What screen? Basically, he does the Twitter updates during the game. Oh, is that you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if, so you, you might often see. I'll, I'll put goal and then I'll put I have no idea what happened and then someone will reply <laughs> I'm, I'm typing about the game yeah 
and something else will happen. And it, especially in lockdown, when we had the behind closed doors games, there was no crowd to go, oh, when you get near the goal. So I just look at, oh, there's a goal. How'd that go in? But, or you get like a Cheltenham, and there was like three goals in four minutes. So you've not even finished running about the first one. Yeah. And they scored like, two. Like Shrewsby last Tuesday, we, I was typing that we just scored the second. And before I'd even finished typing about the second, Shrewsby had got one back. And I'm just like, brilliant. Yeah. Missed yeah. it. So you're in control of the Twitter? Yeah, most of the time. On a match day, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. But what about not on a match day? Who's doing it then? Well, me and Scott both do it in the office on a match day. Oh, do you? Match day is usually just me. Do you have to put out a certain amount of tweets each day or is it you just reacting to... Like, what do you react to? Do you ever react to fans like, oh, fuck off? (laughs) 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 We also get quite a lot of nice feedback after a loss uh, with words we probably can't say right now. But, you know, just because we cost someone's accumulator. How dare we ruin a bet? Right, so (laughs) it's not going to happen because we're going up. But if we did get dragged into the relegation zone, would you expect a lot of... um, Abuse from fans, angry tweets. Yeah, but then you know it's not aimed at you. No. But is there a part of you that wants to... Me and Scott control the team. We control what happens on the pitch, don't we? Sometimes people think that, I think. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like, transfer window. Like, that's... Me and Scott sign the players. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we take training, you know, lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realise it was you guys. Who I thought it was. Matt Taylor, maybe? Do you ever yeah. see Matt walking around the ground? Uh, he doesn't come in too often. We, Where's you know, his office then? Where's out, his, out of the training, training ground, which is out by West Point, if you know oh. where. So he's mainly there? It's there all the time, apart from match days, pretty much. Um, so we tend, we, I mean, we're hopeful that we can go back out more soon. Um, just obviously COVID made things difficult because we couldn't, you know, we, didn't, we couldn't really be around the players because, you know, we're dirty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then now they're redeveloping. It's quite difficult because it's quite a building site out there. So, so how far away the training ground to the? It's about twenty minutes from here. Is it? Yeah, it's not far. Um, so we we're hoping once the new building's finished and we can have a space there where we can spend more time out there, so we can do a lot more things with players and stuff. Because it's more beneficial for us to be there d- during the week more because that's where the stuff happens, where the players are, and the training is, and everything. Um, so hopefully come January, we'll be able to get back to the way it was before and do a lot more bits and pieces. Yeah. I mean, if you ever want, if you ever want to come out and host, you know, a little... little What's series, that? If you ever want to host a little series of any of the players or anything, then our ears are always open for that. Do you know club. what? I would like to, for the podcast, be great to capture some audio around the club. And, it's, all, yeah. it's always there. If you want I think to you'd have to put a, a, like an 18 rating on it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'd hear, but... What, with, from the players and Matt? <laughs> Yeah. Just from Scott, really. <laughs> hey, no, I'm I'm very polite. Who 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 gets to the ground first in the morning? Craig's usually here first. Well, out, of the, out of the whole team? Oh no, I guess yeah. Justin, the oh, he's the guy I want to talk to. Is he lock up as well? Depends. If the bar's open, then Luke, the bar manager, will lock up in an evening. Depends whoever's out last will lock up. Sometimes I will. Sometimes. So have you locked up the stadium? <laughs> yeah, it's not. Sorry, I've got a, a big I, thing. <laughs> I've locked up the office once. Is that it a is a big thing. It is a big yeah. thing. You've locked up uh, a football stadium. Got the giant 
got the giant key out and you know you've got to set, you know, you've got to set the alarm codes and all sorts that's what i mean so right so what time is if you if you're locking john go with it son okay <laughs> if you're locking up if you're locking up the stadium what time is it it depends because the bars yeah. open like tuesday wednesday Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, a few three days a week. So that's open till like ten or eleven. So then that who comes in there? Supporters. They have, they have, yeah, and they have skittles that happens here and other things. Um, You're just throwing this out as if I should know. You have skittles. My new club skittles team. Yeah. Do it. Skittles team. Where in the heritage lounge? Yeah, no, in the bar downstairs what? in the centre spot. In the heritage lounge. Why would it be in the heritage lounge? <laughs> What do you mean Skittles? What put some Skittles old, up? No, you know, like Skittles as in playing a pub. Bowling Skittles. Yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but where where in, in the, the ground? Skittle alley in the centre spot in the bar. Okay. Just a right proper it's a dead serious thing. Like I'm mad. <laughs> John can't believe it. <laughs> no, I've, I've I've seen the Skittles League in action. Great standard actually. John used to pop them up, didn't he? Three quid a week. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I probably, I, I actually did used to put Skittles up. I think oh, I might do it my new Skittles club. I think you should. That would be great. So, I mean, I'm going to get the the. Is it Justin? I, I really want Justin on, but we'll, we'll, I'll put in a good word. But he's oh. he doesn't like to be forefront of much, so it might be a well, might maybe be a we can style. sort of disguise his voice. Justin has so many more interesting roles other than locking up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> He's also been at the club for so long that, you know... Yeah, it's the main one, John. Come on. That is the main job. Yeah. Well, according to David, it is, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going back to locking up. So, the but you're locking up for whatever reason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many... excited to tell you there are two keys to lock the front door. Yeah. Where is the front door? Uh... <laughs> The the front. I think we're coming on the pod to talk about locking up the stadium. <laughs> I just find it fascinating. So there's a door which is red, which is at the front of the main building, which is like leads into the bar, and we're behind our office is behind the bar. So have you ever been in the centre spot bar, or have you been too scared? Never. It's the bar where the people are. Yeah, where you need to lick a paint. <laughs> you can describe <laughs> anything. Huh? Um, <laughs> that goes for quite a lot of areas no of the ground, David. Needs a bit of, um, uh, yeah. I've I've been in there. I think. Yeah. So that that's where the skit alley is as well, but not on a match day because that would be a bit inappropriate, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, that's so that's so we're behind the bar. Our office yeah. is behind the bar. So that's that's the main building, sort of where we are, and that's where the heritage lounge is in this building. So everyone's left. You've got the keys. Sure. I know you go, oh, I'm just locking up a stadium, but you're locking up a football stadium. Sometimes I stream it live, you know. It's yeah. a big so do you, is it eerie in there when you lock it up on your own? Uh, there's the, in the, if you go in the kitchen, there's, um, there's the security cameras for around the building, so you can check that no one's here, because I think people have been locked in in the past by mistake. I tell you ah, what, suddenly you what it's interesting, John. <laughs> Yeah, that was someone was in, locked in the stadium. It happened a couple of times, I think, in in the building because obviously, you can't get them on if you don't know they're here. <laughs> I think it's fine because they were like, you know, people associated to the club, not like a random. I've got I've got <laughs> an away game before and had to chuck the camera kit back in the office at like midnight, one a.m. and I've had to sort of unlock, do the code, go back in the office, and it's obviously pitch black. Yeah, and 
and where a door and where the door is to get to the light switch you've got to go through a whole other like lobby so you're like walking pitch black before you can get to the light switch. yeah and when it, it's like 1am on a on a sunday morning and it's quite quite eerie quite yeah. creepy thank you do a good horror Thank story you, podcast from here at mid That'd be great. But, yeah, like, what you're saying about the stadium being haunted, I mean, there's, this building used to be, that building where the offices used to be an old school, so. Yeah. Right. So it could it, be. Could well be. <clears throat> so you'd you'd lock up. I'd love to get the, someone on who was locked in the stadium. Do you know them? Search for you. I think one of the academy guys got locked in at one point because they were doing something upstairs and obviously no one knew about it. So what did they do? The- they were just banging on the door or? Uh, I assume someone came and let them out again. Right? <laughs> I mean, you can go out. There's a there's a like door you can push to open and you can shove to get back out again. So they could have done. That. Then that would not a bad place to get locked in, though, is it? Well, Free drink. Here, yeah. So you know, lock in. I once, I once got locked in Carlisle United Stadium. Did you? Yeah. What on your own? Uh, me and my colleague when I worked at when I worked at Crawley. That you was what? Uh, what you worked at Crawley. Where's from? Yeah, well, that's my club, really. I lived in Crawley. Did you actually live in Crawley? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Did you live in Crawley? Well, Horsham. Oh, you used to have a window cleaning around in Horsham. <laughs> anyway, well, I worked. To... <laughs> Are you going to work Are you Did still you? Crawley? Yeah. I, t- and, um... I played on the Crawley pitch in a f- cup final. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah. That's the standard. You don't seem that interested. I don't know about you, David, but I'm quite interested in how he locked up. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. How did you lock up? <laughs> I know I didn't have a responsibility of locking up at Crawley. But, um, so when were you lock- working at Crawley? How many years ago? 2019, I left. Okay. Right. I was going to say when they were when they were bad, but that's not changed. I went to see them play Man United. Yeah, I was at that game. Were you? What a lovely moment. Small world, eh? Small world. on the pod. <laughs> right. Should we do our 11 questions? Sure. Famous questions. I was just trying to... What, should we do a question each? Answer one eight. Otherwise, we'll be here. Yeah. Right before, yeah? Yeah, go for it. Your pod, your rules. Yep. Yeah. You can so choose. Do, you obviously support Exeter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Rowley's yeah. part. Does Craig, Craig, would you say you're ex-city fan? He said it a few times in the office before, so I'm not that. Converted. Yeah. Got to be, haven't I? You don't have to be. God, you don't sound it. <laughs> I'll, always, I'll, I'll always have a little bit of Crawley Town with me, unfortunately. But I can't believe you're a Crawley boy. I used to go and watch Horsham play on a Saturday in the uh, Ryman's thing. Yeah. Or it's, it's, now, it's, it's me and yeah. whatever. I can't say it. it. makes you sound like you've got a lisp. Whereabouts in Horsham? Sorry, this is not a Horsham pod, but whereabouts in Horsham? <laughs> Do you know Cowfold, little village called Cowfold? Yeah, I know Cowfold. Lovely little roundabout. That's, that's, that's where I grew up. That's where I lived till I went to uni. Do you know Balcombe? Yeah. That's where I used to live. Used to play cricket for Balcombe. Uh, I'll email you. We'll uh, get together. Quite posh, Balcombe. Yeah, well... Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, then you might want to get on my Patreon. You get early access to ad-free episodes, and there'll be videos and behind-the-scenes pics, and it's basically a place where we can all hang out together. It's a bloody friendly community, if you ask me. So, uh, yeah, if you fancy it, just go to patreon.com forward slash David L. And also, Patreon is an app that you can download onto your phone, all for the price of a coffee. 
like a posh coffee. Once a month, you pay a few quid, and then you get to be an MNFC supporter. My new football club supporter, that's what that stands for. That's your thing. So sign up at patreon.com forward slash David L, and the link is in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. Right, back. Back to the pod. Right, first question for... Who wants to take the first question? What is the first question? All right, for you, Scott. What was the first game you went to? Um, Exeter City game? Yeah. Uh, I was actually looking at this this morning because I'm quite older than Craig. Um, and this game was actually three days after he was born, it turns out. Um, but it was 97. It was uh, friendly at St. James Park against uh, Sheffield Wednesday when they were, they were obviously in the Premiership that, at that point. Um, that was my first experience, probably of like proper live football, because I've gone when I was like I was living in Clumpton at the time, and I was have gone to a lot of games there, but that was like you know that wasn't a standard of a decent standard of football. So yeah, going to that game, I think was the first time. I remember we lost two 0 that day. That was was that a cup match? No, it was a friendly game. So it's like oh. July '97. So it was my first proper experience obviously the James Park looks a lot different then as it does did it really yeah yeah um I think I was in the old stagecoach stand as well which was you wouldn't have experienced that but it was yeah a wooden kind of it was falling apart then and it's even worse when it got knocked down but um, it was full of asbestos wasn't it yeah 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 so that was yeah so that was um where it all started really I think I was how old were you yeah 11 at that point 11 yeah so right those were good days. That was Do you remember I was... any of the players on either side? I, remember, I think Kevin like Pressman might have played in goal for them. Oh, yeah. 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 I've got the programme somewhere still, I think, as well. Kept that. Um, but I just, yeah, kind of, I don't know what you expect when you first go to football as a kid, but I think you're always a bit like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's quite loud, I imagine. Yeah. 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 And then sort of, yeah, spoiled them since then, really. Did you really? Did you? Yeah. Thought, yeah right, okay. you know, from... from Closest club to home being 20 minutes away. So. Right. So Sheffield Wednesday. Yep. 1997. Back when they were good. Yeah. I don't, although I think they got relegated that season that we went into, so it's probably our fault. I think, just to clarify, they are still good. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Not, not, not as good. You know, in the glory days is what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want that to come and bite us on the... Uh, I've already buggered that up with Barry Bannon. <laughs> oh, yeah. He hates me. Started beef with Barry Bannon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Craig, oh, this is an interesting one for you. Where do you sit in the ground and why? Press box, because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> where is the press box? Um, so it's where, you know, where the away fans seating is. You're, you're so do they have that little bit at the end of, on the right hand side? Yeah. Just next right. to that, just, a, just almost a, just above the tunnel is where the press box is. Very nice too. So you're almost level with the penalty area, which is a bit strange. Right. And it's, the box is probably pushing it a bit and it's some seat yeah. desk. Well, yeah. We've some, got a little desk. Little, little metal desk. Flip down desks that don't stay, so they actually flip down. You have to hold it up with your knee sometimes. Right. 
Um, this is a this is a public request for a new. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you have your laptop on there. Anything yeah. else? Sandwich. Uh, Sometimes some snacks. You know. do, you, yeah, do you take a snack? Usually. Yeah, a bottle of Pepsi Max. Usually yeah. some cookies, something like that. You got got. Sometimes you know, sausage roll if you're feeling adventurous. Yeah. yeah. So you're always over there then. I am. Yeah, I've. I've missed a goal reaching for a sausage roll before. But... <laughs> <laughs> Your this heart's not really in this. Important. This is why it's really important. Replay <laughs> on the big screen, isn't it? Because then if you miss it, you'll get to see it straight away. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That would help you out more than anyone. Can you even see the screen from where you're sat, Craig? Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Right. When we play Plymouth, are they going to be right there next year? Yeah. 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 Oh, superb. <laughs> Do you think you'll so get I'll... a stick? Mm, who knows? Might get something thrown at me, but Not that bothered. happens at home anyway. <laughs> now, in the past, it's been it's been fine. There'll be Has lots it? of police between the. Yeah, there'll be loads of police. Netting between the. You know, there'll be net... loads of police on the day. There'll be quite yeah. a few, yeah. There'll be like police horses down the. Yeah, street. horses, doggos everywhere. I can't get my. I, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> It'll be interesting. It's actually an interesting, like either Scott or Craig, because Scott, you've probably seen a lot more games. How would you describe the atmosphere? Or because everyone that's come on has said, "Oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that." What's your perception here? here? Like in the Oscar. last few times here, there hasn't really been any like trouble or any sort of animosity or anything. You know, there's obviously the singing between each other and some riling up from fans as you get anywhere. But I don't think it's been, you know. No one's like punched a horse or anything. Like, That's good of them. No. Yeah, big derbies, you know. I've never done a Devon derby, so. Were you not here for the 4 0 before? No, that was the year right, before, that, wasn't it? I, I, I did the one at in the home park in the under 23s. Under that caused so much trouble there, wasn't there? About 300 people, though. I think Ben, did ben Seymour scored two, but yeah. So, who was that last game 4 0? Who won? We did here. Really? Yeah. The. The night of my, well, the day of my 18th, that night we went out for my 18th birthday. It's best present I've ever got. So there yeah. must have been trouble then, them losing 4-0. I don't know if there was any in the town. Oh, I, can't I think remember, we, because we killed the game off so yeah. soon, they just sort of were like, oh. And then COVID came along and ruined that season. Yeah. Unfortunately. So that result didn't really. But I remember the year that, you know, the one where Ollie scored that the two ridiculous are, goal. Yeah. yeah, I remember there being quite a bit of trouble for that one. Yeah, I think there was a little bit, wasn't there? When you say trouble, what does that look like? It was just a bit of, you know, a bit of fight, a little bit of RG, yeah. RG, probably not even fighting, really. I think, oh, yeah, that's your true. It was the King Billy, wasn't it? it yeah. Was fight down there. That's. Mm-hmm. I might anyway. start a fight and just stop, press record. <laughs> <laughs> just press record and run away. I've <laughs> got, got a podcast that you could just sort of slag off and say that our podcast's better or something. Yeah, Maybe. I might start a fight and then just leave the my recorder on the wall and just You've just watch. openly admitted on a podcast <laughs> to wanting to start a fight. <laughs> uh, you might get your season ticket taken away. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. I was pleased to report. What's that? I think as employees of the club, we've got a responsibility now. To yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not going to start a fight. <laughs> promise you that.
Question three. Scott, what's your match day routine? These are great for you. So it's going to be really dull. No, it won't. So I obviously get ready for work and then I leave my house, which takes me it takes like 25 minutes to get to work. What time is this? Uh, about 10. Normally leave. So I've had a bit are of you night. excited? Yeah. When, it, when it's a match day? Yeah, definitely. Because it's yeah. like, it's but yes, yeah, the build up to it, it's all come head to head, isn't it? But then I tend to buy a meal deal on the way in with the intention of eating it for lunch and then eat that about half 10. So I spend the rest of the day really hungry um, <laughs> and scraping around for snacks. Yeah. But we, we get, me and Craig sort of get in a similar sort of time. So this one kind of works for both of us. Yeah. And then we'll do, we'll make, we'll sort out, well, Craig will sort out like the programs and I'll, we'll promote lots of stuff about the match day and then we'll go and speak to Chaz. Well, you're sorry, you'll promote, you mean on Twitter, online? Oh, yes, yeah, so on social media, we'll let people know all the stuff they need to know about it and right. you know, what's here and that and we'll speak to Chaz um who'll do his little update which people love you need to get him on the podcast he would be incredible who's Chaz? Chaz Brownsman. oh yeah yeah he would be so good on here yeah, yeah I'd love to speak to him yeah um so yeah we just kind of like the time goes really quickly but it's just yeah doing all that kind of stuff and then when get the players arriving you know we film that and stick all that out um warming doing the warm-ups all that kind of stuff yeah really what time do the players arrive uh, Any time from like twelve thirty, really. So they usually get by quarter past one. Yeah. Do they have fans waiting for them to? Yeah, yeah. John always there. Yeah, you're there, John. Mm-hmm. There with his flag and his signature book. Are you there? Not John? anymore. Obviously, when I was younger, yeah. Right. He's always taking items of clothing off, asking the players to sign it as well. <laughs> yes, their clothes, which is weird. <laughs> what? What is, what is going on here? <laughs> No, but yeah, there's always like lots of kids. You see, again, familiar faces usually, but mm. there's quite a lot of kids around who will get things signed and have. Are there any people that turn out and you go, God, he's here again? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, you get in at half ten, you have your snacks. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, we just do bits and bobs. Oh, right, kind of yeah. Most week. There's a lot of eating involved in this <laughs> <You're> media <laughs> team. <right? It's> really- <laughs> job is to be honest yeah, it's, it's on the description snacking and twitter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then obviously the match will happen we'll report on it or i'll be filming it or whatever or, you know d- varied usually and then after the game hopefully we've won then we do some celebration stuff do the match right get the match brought up get the videos do you film done. the interviews yeah yeah, Craig asked the questions are they thought... a bit tricky if if we've lost <laughs> like was saturday a bit fiddly well, Saturday wasn't an issue because we lost. It was because I couldn't speak. For Why? some reason, for some reason, my mouth wasn't working. For the I was chocolate. Just, <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to. I was trying to speak, and um, I just couldn't get my question out. But um, now, even you know, you see, you get some managers who will just take out the defeat on the first person they see. But obviously, Matt's very aware that you know it's nothing to do with us. We've just got to ask the question. So it must be hard, though. You, you must be quite tentative right. about. Asking the right question, and Craig, you've been on the uh, receiving end of a few little. This is a great moment. It's only been it's been very minimal though, hasn't it? Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what's happened in the past? What have you asked? Well, and what how you, you get... phrase things sometimes can yeah. upset Matt, like not intentionally, yeah. but you could say yeah. something which you had good intentions with, but will come out completely different to him. Like you mentioned about team. I think on Saturday you said about oh, we played some teams that we think will be up there and some of you might get relegated and stuff and he said well and then he like corrected him and said oh that, that's your opinion not the club sort of thing but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. what Craig meant sort of you know yeah and there's, there's a famous moment with Rory McArdle 
Yeah, I was, was going to bring. I was going to mention that. I, 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 well, so Roy McCardle was a defender we had right. um, two years ago, um, and we played Harrogate away, which is where he signed um, after leaving us, and he got man of the match against us. So I was trying to go for the point about it, it, when asking the question. You know, who are you asking here? Sorry, who are you? So I'm asking, I'm, I'm having the interview with Matt Taylor and I ask the question, I say, you know, uh, a defender, Rory McArdle got a man of the match. And I was trying to make a point that, you know, it shows how well we played when one of their defenders got got man of the match. But, I'm loving this um, so much. It didn't quite come out like that. And Matt thought I was, I, I, I imagine Matt probably thought I was saying, why the hell did you get rid of him? Which yeah. is not what I was doing. Yeah. And it sort of just went, well, that's it. <laughs> and what, what and did Matt say? He sort of just said it was irrelevant <laughs> yeah. to move on, um, yeah. which is a completely fair response because it was the way it was, the way it actually came out was stupid. But um, no, I, but Matt, how are you in those moments? Are you just oh, it's fine because or are you, well, to be fair, I, yeah, yeah, just got to take it in your stride and carry on, pretend it's not happened, and ask the next one. A lot of people would probably like panic at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah definitely. Matt, but Matt, I've got to say, Matt is a great person to interview. Yeah. Um, and we bounce off each other sometimes, especially when we've had a really good result and you can tell he's really eager to talk about everything and oh, talk about all the Lovely. So, yeah, sometimes you'll come out of an interview going, oh, probably shouldn't have asked that or could have done better. But, we, but when they go well, I think they, they tend to go really well. And, and yeah. Matt's, like I said, Matt's probably the easiest person I've ever had to interview. Really? He's very honest, isn't he? I think that's what people like about him is he's brutally honest and upfront. And that makes it easier, I think. Yeah. He doesn't get around things. He'll just get straight to the point. Yeah. God, I love that section of the pod. <laughs> it was, though. It's, I had ne I'd never thought of ha being on your side of having to ask those questions in difficult moments. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. No. I really don't think I could do that. But you should come and have a go, David. You can get. You can interview Matt one day. <laughs> the secret is, though, regardless of... I really you... oh, fuck off, David. <laughs> Fucking pod. The secret is just to say your thoughts on the result and then it goes away from that, doesn't it, really? Yeah, don't put you your... Don't, and you, it's down to them and then you've not put your side of thing there. If you yeah. say, so what, say, you... if we, say we lost 7-0, would you be thinking, oh, fuck me. Oh, God, I've got to do... But the thing is, he'll be thinking that as well, won't yeah. he? They'll both be like, oh, God, right, let's just get it over and done he with. Won't, he, won't want to talk, he probably won't want to talk about it. And I, he'll probably get the vibe that I wouldn't particularly want to do the interview, but yeah. you've got to do it. I remember a few like a few seasons ago with with the interviews though, I remember one time having to stop on the side of the motorway to help give Larko remember Larko giving five G to um, upload the interviews. Oh, it's some like some really funny times. Really, really Who's funny. Who's Larko? He used to work here. He was the pre Craig. Um he went he went off to work at Norwich, um and now is in Chile, I think. He's travelling the world at the moment, but yeah, he was a huge character. He really liked Yeah, him. oh, I absolutely love Larko. What is Larko? Larko, 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 Larko. So, question um, four, I think. Question four to Craig. I was going to say Craig, but I thought better of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you go to the games with? Uh, so obviously, home games. We've got the got the little media teams, and me, Scott, Zandy, and we've got a, a match day assistant called Harrison. Um, and then away games, it's just me and Harrison. 
and we'll sometimes get a cameraman if we can to do some 360 stuff. So do you go to all away games? Yeah. And do you travel? You don't travel with a team or anything? Do you go on your? No, no. We've got we've got the media car, which is good. The media um, car. What's that look like? The box extra. It's nothing exciting. <laughs> I imagine like the Batmobile or something. <laughs> it's just a Voxel Astra. Right. But, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, so long distance away games, we'll go on the Friday night. Oh, really? Get a hotel and have a few beers on Friday night probably. And then Saturday, get if they're closer, like for example, Forest Green on Saturday, we'll just go up on the day because they're not far. Yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy going to the away games or is it? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because I, even, like, even like outside of work, I just love traveling. So like, I mean, traveling to Lincoln's not the same as traveling to like Spain, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, still, yeah. I, I, do, I do love it. it even, even in December, when you're in some northern town somewhere and it's minus five and you think, why am I bothering? But then you remember that you're really, really privileged to do the job you do. Mm. So yeah. It, Kind of all balances out in the end. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Rochdale away, Craig? Well, yeah, I had that question. I had Rochdale away earmarked for when they were going to say, "What's the worst experience you ever had at a game?" I said, "Hold it." So I'll hold it till then. Okay. Okay. John, John. Question five, Scott. Um, favourite away ground? So this might be more re- better for Craig, really, this one. Okay. Favourite away ground? I don't know. I've been... In terms of press facilities... Yeah. I'd, I'd, have to go, I'd have to go for MK Dons. Oh, why? What are they like there? Um, massive press box. Massive... Well, it's a, it's a Premier League-ready stadium, isn't it, really? So, massive press box, massive... Desks, loads of legroom, and the press press food. Like but you only base it on if you get food or not, don't you? That's your yeah. It, it's a lot to do for if you get food. <laughs> like press food. Last time I went, it was like help yourself to as many burgers as you want, sort of thing. How so, many do you have? I think I had two and a right. sausage roll. Something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, nothing of you as well. I don't know how he does it. Go? Where's it go? Yeah. One set of four Greg sausage rolls in one sitting, and yeah. he's a rake. <laughs> I love it. I put on a stone. And in terms of like how friendly the people are, yeah, I, I quite like going to Cambridge. Oh. We got food there as well, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we went there last season. Uh, last season in the in the FA Cup, and they gave us cupcakes. That's nice. I've been I've been there before around Christmas time, and they gave us like candy canes and stuff and hot chocolate. They give you there. Yeah. And then the woman who runs the press box. She's a volunteer, but she's just like, do you want a pie? And then she'll bring you a pie. Do you want a cup of tea? And she's like, do you want another pie? Do you want another cup of tea? And it's just, it's almost like room service. She just keeps delivering food to the, to the desk. It's great. I, I, I ate a pie this season at Cambridge. I was on radio duty and I had, I had a pie. <laughs> Good pie, wasn't it, John? What pie do you have? Uh, what was it? Ste- steak and ale? Steak and ale pie? Steak and ale pie was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Mouth-watering yeah, stuff. Chicken one as well. A what? Yeah, it was like it was the day. It was like thirty-five degrees. What you had a hot chicken pie? Uh, well, yeah, I, mine was cold by the time I ate no, it. But yeah, you can have a pie all year round. Yeah, yeah. Acrin- oh, I don't get defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pies, all right, Craig. 
Accrington was really friendly, wasn't it, as well? We saved some people, you know, because we went into the away end just to have a little look. And we stood at the back and there was a massive hole, like, that you could lose your leg down. Because, um, like, they had wooden boards at the back. So they had this extension bit. So we found the security guard and was like, you might want to uh, might want to cone this bit off. Because, yeah, you, you definitely could have, like, if you'd have been jumping around, you would have fallen through this hole. <laughs> which wouldn't, you know, don't, you would have ended up on the floor, I think, wouldn't you? Was that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. They were really friendly. Yeah, really everyone there was really nice. The press yeah. box isn't the best if you're it's so low down, isn't it? Well, no, so it's, just it's all really compact as well, isn't it? It's right by that door, like into the yeah, inside bar. bit. So everyone's like. Everyone was really nice there. All the stewards. Yeah. There was a steward. The lady steward was um, shaking hands with all the players. Our players, they got off the coach. And the lady steward. The steward. Just steward. Steward. Can we not say? Steady shot. <laughs> um, well, it's another away ground question. Least favourite away ground. Might as well have that as well. Um... Nothing to do with the people or anything, purely for the experiences I've had there. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm sorry, Barrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, 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 not only is Barrow miles away, I went up there three times <laughs> for one game. Uh, what's it like there? Do you know what it's like? It's quite an, it's a proper obviously Barrow have been in non-league for so many years. It's quite like a non-league feeling ground, but it's it's, yeah. it's got a really traditional old press box which is indoors. Go have a look at it. But, um, but just yeah, it's just in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? As well, the ground. Oh, I bet I bet the uh, Holker Street. Does the wind blow through that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cold. It's pretty cold place. Like, even in August, it was pretty chilly, but. Just the fact that I've had to go up there so many times and the experiences we've had. Yeah. Nothing no, nothing against the football club. Yeah, nothing you keep against saying that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just worried that we'll get sued by Barrow or something. <laughs> no, it's just It yeah. just looks quite open, like catch a chill. I remember being freezing there when I went on a Tuesday night. Okay, next uh, question number seven for Scott. If you could travel back in time, which game would you watch? See, I think it would be a quite recent one, actually. I think I'd go back and watch the Barrow game again that we got promoted. Because I was filming that day as well, so like the experience was different. To, I was just watching the game, I think, from the stands or whatever. I mean, it was cool to film, obviously, and you know, mm. on the pitch at the end and stuff. But yeah, it'd be cool to just kind of experience that. Again, really, because it was such a good evening. I can't believe my first season and that happened. Yeah. No one, no one else can either. I think that's the happiest I've ever seen you, Scott. Oh, yeah, I remember I rugby tackled you on the pitch. You rugby tackled me to the ground, yeah. 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 I had a glass of uh, champagne in my hand and it went everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, me and Craig were absolutely soaked with beer. Yeah. Because Pier, Pier Sweeney liked to just Pier Sweeney decided to just get a bottle of champagne and just pour it on my head like I was. It was just like I was in the shower. And it was just Craig. Champagne. Craig was dancing on live on Sky Sports as well at one point. 
Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you ran on the pitch. That so when the majority of uh, the supporters sort of left, what did you do? Were you in with we, the players we, or? Well, we didn't get home until three a.m. that didn't day. You? Um, got out. But yeah, we we obviously had to could do the stuff we normally do, like get the interviews and stuff out and that. And then we, um, I don't remember actually. What, did we go? We had some drinks here, I think. Went back in the office. Yeah. Did what we do with a pint in our hand. And then we went upstairs. We went to Heritage Lounge actually. Yeah, I was going to say you, you guys were in the Heritage yeah, Lounge. Like, player and staff get together upstairs, wasn't there? And then we went out to timepiece. Yeah, and then that was get that. off with anyone. <laughs> Scott's doing that all the time. <laughs> so None did all the players go out to Yeah. Yeah. What's a timepiece? Yeah. What is timepiece? Yeah. <laughs> time Eventful. Is it just a NAF nightclub? We've been through this, David. We've been through this. Well, I don't this. know what it is. It's you just should go. Yeah. Oh, nightclub. Sort of. It's been around forever. Right. You know. Is it like is there a bit of style to it and quality mm. or is it No. No, it's, it's actually <laughs> all right though. Like there are worse places you can go. Yeah, but... yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably the best nightclub in Exeter, but that doesn't really say a lot about the night. It's better than any of the nightclubs in Crawley. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. What's the main one in Crawley? What's that? I wouldn't even know what it's called these days. Yeah. Uh, don't know. I've not been out in Crawley for a long time. I thought you and I would bond over Crawley, but it seems it seem like we are. David's <laughs> more enthusiastic about it than you. Yeah, yeah, great. You seem embarrassed. In fact, you slagged it, slagged it off. Yeah. I, I, but anyway, yeah. Um, uh, question number eight. Who's, who would like to take this? Who's the best player you've seen in the... Or both of you. Who's the best player you've seen in the flesh? Does it have to be against Exeter? Just anyone on that within, pitch? Within, but Exeter had to be playing, we saying. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's a good question. I guess, like, in some respects, Ollie Watkins, when he was with us, was pretty damn good. And you could tell that he was going to... Was he really yeah, that good? Yeah, and you could tell him and Ethan. You could tell we're going to like play at a high level. Um, really, probably those. I'm trying to think of like some opposition players that. Have been really good. <clears throat> what, what what would they do on the pitch that would? Like Ollie set them was apart? Just, like, his like the way he kind of like moved and like the way he bounced off people and stuff. Like you see, like at a higher level, you know, when someone tries to challenge you, you wouldn't go down. He'd sort of spin them and things, and that was really. Impressive. Ethan just like looked like he'd been playing for like twenty years when he was fifteen. It was crazy. He, like, yeah. At what just, age did he play for he the first team when he made his debut? Yeah. Like, still in school, had to change in a different changing room. And he was, he was. I remember like a really vivid moment in my mind where um, <clears throat> he was barking instructions at the his fellow centre halves at fifteen who'd yeah. probably played football for. Or been twice his age, sort of thing. Yeah, twice <laughs> his age. But he was telling them where yeah. to be and where to go. Where did he? Did he grow up around here? Yeah. Yeah, so he do you go to some? Did he go to St Luke's? Or he went. Yeah, he went to the one that all the academy boys went to for a while, didn't they? They could. I think they could tell from the young age that he was going to be good. Yeah. He while he was doing his GCSEs, he was away on international duty yeah, with England, with Wales, wasn't he? Or Wales, yeah, I think yeah, whoever it was at the time. So what league were Exeter playing in when those two were? We're in League Two at that point still. Um, and how old was Ollie Watkins when he was playing for Exeter? Like 20, about 20, 19, early 20s. He had an interesting. It really, it really does show, does it? 
yeah, quality. I think, yeah, I think so. I think you could just see, and I like he had to drive, I think, to go far and stuff as well. The standout game for me <clears throat> with Ollie was that uh, the Carlisle one in the playoffs. He was fantastic out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Been, who's Craig, who's, who's the best here? player you've seen, Craig? You still, you're just tucking into your sausage <laughs> rolls. <laughs> um, I don't know. Obviously, it's, I've not been. I've only been around a couple of years, so I've, so I've had a. In, do you know what? In terms of an impact on a football club, is, is it, it's probably weird to say a goalkeeper, but Cameron Dawson was such a key player last season that without him, we probably would, wouldn't have got. Well, probably wouldn't have finished in the top three. I think so. In terms of impact on the team consistently at regular intervals throughout the season, I'd probably say Cam Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I, when I first started, we had Joel Randall, who we sold to Peterborough. Um, he was a very, very good player. Um, in my first season, he was, I think he, I think he scored got about 10, didn't he? 12 goals. Um, Matt Jay scored 20 in my first season when I was here. So Did he score 20 last season, Matt? Yeah. 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 Mm. Who's the best player you've seen, John, as we're on this? What, play, are we just talking just Exeter City or are we talking players we've seen play against? Yeah, either for or against Exeter City. I remember, I don't know if, Scott, Scott you must remember this, but like many years ago, we played, did we play Tottenham in a pre-season friendly? Mm. And did, I think Luka Modric played that day. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Been a, probably someone like that. Luis Suarez played against us what? for Liverpool, didn't he? Michu and Swansea. Was, he was Michu at Swansea. Yeah. yeah, he was superb, wasn't he? Yeah, there's been a few, like, friendly-wise. Yeah, we used to get quite good. We must have played a few uh, decent, you know, like we played QPR a few times, yeah. didn't we? They must have had a few good players. And... Al Ben Haim, you know. All the good... Yeah. Oh, I fancy a bit of that. Really but for, for City, for me, it's uh, my uh, when I was growing up, like my prime of going all the time, it was Matt Grimes for me. What are you Matt going to say, Grimes? Yeah. What was that, Scott? You're going to say Craig Woodman, but yeah, overlooked oh, again. Craig Woodman, what a player as well. Super. God, I, but, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> just Matt Grimes just had, had it all, I think. He was like technically superb. Matt, Matt Grimes. Grimes. Place Swansea, yeah, captain of Swansea. Oh, right. He was our first like big academy sale, wasn't he? Mm. Right. Yeah. David, me and you can just sit here and let them reminisce <laughs> about times gone by. We'll just sit here like lemons. Well, I mean, you did. That question kind of brings it on itself, David, because you've only yeah. been here a season. You could have said, who's the best player you've seen in the last year? And then we could be... mm. yeah. yeah. Then you can join in then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the best? Player? What's the best player you've seen since you've been uh, following City then, David? Bloody hell! <laughs> you quite like Alex, don't you, Alex Hartridge? Yeah. <laughs> but is he? But is he? Is he the best player you've seen? Best player I've seen. God, the first player that stood out was Newport County. Guy at the back with the left peg. Yeah. Who? You're all nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a good player. We lost well, two. We won two, one of them. Huh? This season or last season? Matthew Dolan. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If I, 
put a bet on, that's not one I would have chosen. I no. <laughs> you have to get him on the pod now. The fact that I know his name is insane. <laughs> so out of all the players you've seen play, for City and against, you've chosen Matty Dolan. Christ. Yes, I have. I think the laughing is quite disrespectful. He's a very good player. He is a bloody good player. He's, he's got a lot of time on his hands when he's got the ball at his feet. He's got a lovely left peg. Yeah, but we've got better players than Matty Dolan. In your opinion. <laughs> okay. So you think Matty Dolan is better than any player we have? Oh, Matty now, is it? That's what that, that's what they put on the on the Call team sheet. Matthew, have a bit of respect. That's they put Matty on the team sheet. Do they? Yeah. Well, they should. I'd love to get Matthew down. I'd just be. Yeah, any either of you. Worst experience you've had at a game. You can do your Rochdale story if you want. Oh, Don, here we go. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. <clears throat> so Rochdale, I remember we got there on the Friday night and it was like a snowstorm. And we made a decision to go to the pub, but there was no taxi, so we walked. And the snowstorm continued through the night and then wondering if the game was going to be on. And we got there and I genuinely thought it was the end. I've never been so cold in my life. The press box, you go through this corridor, come out through these double doors and you're just there just by the tunnel. And the wind is howling through from side to side. And it's almost, it's like proper storm, like storm speed wind. That's not the technical term, you know what I mean? Storm speed. <laughs> storm speed wind. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of sleety snowing. Yeah. And then because the wind's so bad, the double doors behind us keep opening and slamming shut. Um, my laptop froze because it was so cold. I, could, I couldn't... T I had two woolly hats on, two coats and two scarves, and I was still cold. Wow. Um, Did the game go ahead? Yeah, the game was, it, it was fine. They were was sweeping snow off the pitch oh. uh, <clears throat> before the game. Yeah, and, yeah, it was so cold. I think you were you, you, you on comms, weren't you, John? Or you no, I was just in the boardroom, but <clears throat> this isn't my proudest moment, but I didn't have a coat that day, so I actually was given a blanket by Rochdale Football Club Aww. to wear. So, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, me, me and Matt Taylor's mum had our blankets there, chilling. <laughs> it was That's the coldest I've ever been at a football game. Was I it got, really? I, was it that bad? I, I I lost all sensation in my toes. Well, the players fingers. in their shorts. Well, they're running about though. Okay. I think we made the. I think I made an observation at the time. I think all the players had either long sleeves or sort of the under Under Armour on. I think it was apart from MJ. Wow. He just had he just had the normal t normal shirt bare arm. I remember Craig getting you a a cup. You and Jed a cup of tea from inside. Yeah, it was great. that was very kind of you. You know, you you um, defrosted me at that point. One step ahead. Yeah. Too busy working that we, you know, we had to sacrifice <laughs> sustenance to to do our jobs. But no. Rochdale. <whistles> very, very. I cold. remember those games playing as a kid when it was so cold and your all your extremities are just, oh. And then you get in the shower and it just stings. 
Like the hot water is just, oh, no. I, actually, I, I, think, I remember it being so cold. We interviewed George Ray. I don't know if you remember George Ray, David. Yeah, he was like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Six foot, whatever he was. And we were interviewing him in a corridor and he had his head ducked down like that. Because <laughs> it was a t- Because it was quite a, quite a low ceilinged corridor. And we couldn't... You use- scored that day, didn't it? He was the one that scored, yeah. Yeah. And we, um, and we interviewed Matt in the little press room. Um, These yeah. will be online, won't they? Yeah. I'll you check out how cold they are. Yeah. If you're interested, anyone listening. Yeah, go on YouTube. YouTube gentlemen. channel, Extra City. That's Taylor Pofrocksdale, George Ray Pofrocksdale. You'll see the <laughs> Like and subscribe. Yeah. Right, number 10. We've got two more questions. Uh, Scott, what interest... Oh, here we go. What interesting fact have you got about Exeter? Ooh, on the spot there. Mm. Um, uh, well, why don't you do that? You were talking about the parrot earlier. Why don't you tell about talk about the parrot? I don't really know the full story of that, but I remember, it, yeah, there was a parrot buried. It was buried under the was it the way goal, possibly, back in the day. What? What? Yeah. This is the first I've heard of it. Oh, really? Parrot. Yeah. Um, and, hang on. Let me look at use the internet. Maybe it is haunted by parrots. Um, here we go. Here we go. Right, I can tell you the story. Is it right here? Uh, parrots. Uh, okay. Parrot. <laughs> uh, so it's based on so um, Dick Pym, who's playing goal for the club. Who? Dick Pym. Richard Pym. Dick Pym. Hmm. Uh, this we're talking about in like 1911. This was right. Um, so in it says yeah in he toured South America in 1914. This I don't think this is relevant. But it broke two ribs apparently, which isn't great. Um, so he recalled many years later that he brought back a parrot back to England from Brazil. Which oh yeah, so it is relevant to that. So when they were in, toured South America and played Brazil in 1914, he brought a parrot back because obviously you would. Uh, and it settled in St James Park. I don't know where. When it died, it was buried under the goal to be hurriedly dug up again to break our losing streak that had commenced since he was buried under there. Oh, so it's not under there now? No, this was back in the day. Um, There's still a parrot under there somewhere. Maybe it's bones. No, it says it was dug up again. So <laughs> I guess. I guess not. But no, so it it's may not have been anymore. haunted once. Um, so there's not a parrot under there? I don't no. I'm oh, guessing. Let's get a parrot and stick one under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's gutted. I thought we could go looking for a parrot. Um, are there any, what other kind of facts do you want to know? Um, do you, I assume you know that we played in green originally. No. Yeah. First ever kit was green, yeah. Played Brazil? Okay. Red. No, just back like in 1901, whenever, one or four, whoever's counting. Um, we, yeah, play, well, green was our first kit. If you look up like XSE historical kits, then you can see all the ones they've had over the years, and it used to be green originally. Right. Here's a question. Who designs the kit? Well, well, it's not very exciting. Um, it's com- I think it's like a combination of people. Um, so obviously Joma, these that's wrong side, mirror and I. Uh, Joma are the ones who make the kit. So they work with Justin as one of the people. So you could mention, ask me about that actually. Justin and then a few others to sort of, they come up with designs for it and then oh. it's fed back through obviously Matt and people and 
And what Matt has to give him, give it the nod. Oh, Matt, yeah, Matt, yeah, because you know, imagine if it was something horrendous, because obviously the player has to have his say on it because the player of what they wear. And um, I think it's more tricky these days, though, because now I think they request that you have like solid back panels, so you can't really have stripes on your back because you can't read the numbers properly and stuff. So you see, this year's kit's like solid; it's got a solid panel on the back. That's a shame. Then, Don't have Atletico Madrid got stripes on the back? I guess, yeah, I don't know if that's for all football, but I think that seems to be the case in this country. And then, obviously, we've had an issue this year that we haven't been able to wear our actual away kit yet. We are wearing it on Saturday, but because it's black, sort of black and pink, they don't like to, they don't want you to wear it in the evening because it's dark. What well, John's wearing. John's wearing it. It's very it's nice, like, actually. Very John. bright pink on it, but they say it's too dark. And then, obviously, the short, because it's black shorts, it clashes with a lot of teams and stuff. And so we've been wearing the third kit a lot this year, which I really like. Um but there's now because used to, I think you used to have more of a choice on what you're wearing, but now there's like this computer that the FL uses that tells you what kit to wear. So it functions, you know, in terms of like color blindness and all that kind of thing, it has to factor all that in. So it's it picks your home and away the team's kits basically. That- but for the last home one, we had a, the fans could choose between yeah. three. Could- yeah. So yeah, there were three choices, and then. The fans select or support. It was trust members who got to choose. I think wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. vote on which one they wanted and pick the. Yeah, so the one we're wearing now. So and did you very... pick that one, John? That you're wearing? Uh, no, that. not this one. No, no, oh, the home one. Oh, only okay. for the home one. Okay. Uh, I don't remember which one I voted for. Actually, that's a bit boring. Don't I know. But... Gonna say. <laughs> Are you a trust member, David? Yes, I am. But you should have been yeah. able to yes, vote on it. Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. But next time the, the home kit comes out, you get a say. Yeah. Right. Why didn't I get a say this one? This one. You must have missed the email. Yeah. <laughs> right, last question. What one bit of advice would you give me as a new fan of Exeter? We don't get promoted every season. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah, um, it's it's not. Don't read X Web. Yeah, don't read X Web. Don't read X Web. No, yeah. that place is cursed. So. Why? <laughs> well, it's up to you. Like, if you want to be embroiled in negativity and just have your day ruined, then yeah, go go for it. But sometimes for us, X Web can be good because sometimes they'll be the feedback on stuff about like matches and things or like the experience that we might not have thought about. So it is. It does have its good. Good. Yeah, I, I agree from that perspective. If like if you're in, uh, like working in the club, and it's good, like you said, it's good for match day feedback. But in terms of like football based opinions, can be a bit suspect. Right, Agent Andy. <laughs> Agent Andy. <laughs> really, uh, I really that... want to have a look now. <laughs> I don't even have an extra account. Not yeah. A oh yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, obviously, like all forms of life, it's good when you're winning, and when you're not, it's not so good. So there'll be some angry people on there now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I wonder of where they sit in the, in the stadium. Gets, I mean, you can get them on the whole of Xweb. Yeah, whole of Xweb. Good do. Yeah. Get about hundred people on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. We should have an Xweb night. That would be great. I want them to be really abusive for half an hour. Oh, There's a thread about my new po- um, football club on there. 
No. Oh, God, what are they saying about yeah. that? I bet they fucking hate me. <laughs> Bring it on, boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I wish I didn't know about X-Web now. You're going to get straight <laughs> on it in a minute, aren't you? Are you on X-Web now, John? No. I've never, ever had an account. I never, ever will. Wow, you are dead against X-Web. What if we've been snooped the whole time and David Earl is Agent Andy? Who's Agent he Andy? So much about Exit City. Who is Agent Andy? He's an in the know. He uh, he tends to know everything before anyone else. Yeah. What well, he's on X Web and he's yeah. He was he was revealing things that only people associated with the club would know. Um, and he knew when we were signing people and stuff as well. Even though you know the only people again who would know would be. Us and a few people at the club say, so. "Look at me making out. I don't know." Who he trying is. to find, trying to find the mole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who is he then? So he wore glasses and had a hat. Well, if they knew, they wouldn't stop him, wouldn't they? <laughs> I think on a serious note, though, right, a piece of advice. <clears throat> no, I'm not bothered about serious. Yeah, that. About <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, go on. Support a club at this level, like. Yes, last year we got voted, it was great. We might have a bad season this year. It might be next season. It might... You take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> all that stuff you've heard before, it's all cliche, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. Just enjoy it is the main thing, really. The yeah. thing yeah. is, David, it's inevitable. It's all, It's not even like a 90%. It's certain we're going to have a bad season at some point. Exactly. I still think we're going up this season. And then we're going to have two, two or three in the championship, and then we're going up again. It's a hell of a decade ahead. <laughs> wow! How, how much money have you got, David? Just out of interest. Well, what to buy players? You might need you to buy the club for that to happen. Yeah, chip, chip in a few. Right. Schools. When you say that, though, is there a, a point where they can't go any further, Exeter? No, not necessarily. But it's just there's a huge jump from even league one to championship let alone to the premier league mm. you know you're looking at people being paid 30 40 thousand pounds a week in the championship well in the premier league some you know tens of thousands in the championship even and yeah easy like nowadays and it's only going up isn't it it's only going to be more and more but how much money do you get for going into the is it not enough to it's quite a lot it's a big step up money wise from league one to the championship isn't it it's quite considerable because you're you're on the telly a lot more and things like that, but and you obviously your gates increase. Agent Andy became a member on January the nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Oh, so recent. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. When did you start following us, David? <laughs> Three months prior. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's got. <laughs> Feelers out for a sort of three months, got to know what he can, then he set up an account. It, we did we did see a guy look, looking like him hiding in the bushes at the training ground though, didn't we? Yeah. He's wearing a hat and glasses. Who is he? <laughs> we have no idea. No idea. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, Andy on there, and you could have him like a black silhouette in the room. Yes. With a voice, oh, that voice thing. Yeah, cool. yeah. Disguise <laughs> his voice. That'd be well good. Yeah. Well, apparently they're going to buy it. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have him on. Oh, uh, uh, well. It's either you or John's dad. One or the other. <laughs> so, because my dad's called An Andrew, they think it's my dad. Agent yeah. Andy. Does everyone know about Agent Andy? Only probably people on next level, I imagine. Right. I'm really excited. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on to 
podcast. I really enjoyed that. If you need to know any more about locking up doors, then we could do like a, a video of it or something if you want. I'd, I'd love to. It, if you said like week Thursday, I'll be locking up. It'd be about <laughs> half ten. I would come up and record it. What is going on? What oh, is I just think we could create a nice little episode. <laughs> you want to do a pod episode about locking up? <laughs> I do, I do. I think people would listen and go, this is rather interesting, actually. You can put some sound effects of doors creaking in there, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I swear you've never seen anyone lock a door quite like this before. <laughs> <laughs> and the doors are locked. I would be disappointed if I was a bit like, mm. Bit boring, isn't it? But if you seriously, if you want to come in sometime and have a proper newsy around, then we can. Oh, I'd really love to. You can see, you can meet Lynn then. Who's Lynn? Oh, Lynn. Oh, Lynn is an office legend. She is. Lynn is the finance. She's finance lady. I'd love to. She, yeah, she's great. Yeah. When are you down from uni, John? Um, whenever. I can come down whenever I've got my uh, got my car now. Don't mean to don't, brag. Don't bring him. <laughs> oh, that's not right. <laughs> I can take it. Nip that in the bud, John. You got to nip that in the bud. You could talk us through your plans for the uh, dance floor and that and the heritage as well, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm not so bothered about a dance floor. Did I say that? I just think disco you, floor. You, you said bothered. disco floor. Oh, did I? <laughs> or disco ball. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thanks anyway. It's been brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, smashing. And uh, predictions for Saturday? It's on Sky as well, don't forget, on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I reckon 1-0 like win, I reckon. Whenever I ask Craig a question about the team, he goes... Oof. <laughs> 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 well, he's, he's terrible, because he joked to say that we'd end up playing Gillingham in the Carabao Cup, and it happened because he said it. Right. So here we go maybe, then. So you should say something good because if you're correct, then yeah, yeah. Prediction for Saturday: three 0 win. Okay. Yeah, I think that. I think we're gonna. Why not? Yeah. I'm gonna go for a one-one draw. <laughs> oh God! Pull <laughs> in the handbrake as usual. <laughs> nice and safe. I'll take. I'll take a point. Take a point away. God. Uh, thanks, guys.